You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome back, everybody, to episode 47 of Late Arrivals. The Lindholm. I was going to say that's, that's an easy one. I was yeah. trying to think of other 47s just so we didn't have to say Lindholm, but <laughs> thanks, Chris, for bringing up old old memories. Yeah. And uh, uh, congrats. Let's let's kick this off with a big uh, congrats to the Vegas Golden Knights on winning the Stanley Cup. How do you feel about this, Lou? Let's go right to Lou. Yeah, I don't congratulate them at all. <laughs> Lou is Lou is mad at my uh, my tweet on the, the podcast account last yeah, night. Yeah, last my night apologies. I was scrolling Twitter and I was like, what the fuck is that? Sorry, Lou. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we are we are at the close of the season as the Golden Knights have won the cup, which was, was probably the worst outcome, I think we all we're we're bracing for but you know what happy for the vegas fans because they haven't been around very long but you know they, they got they got their moment in the spotlight finally so yeah can't really take it away from them like that series wasn't close um i feel bad for the panthers but after seeing all the injuries and stuff there was no chance they're beating vegas yeah Matthew um, Kachuk, what what happened with him? He like broken sternum. His, sternum, yeah. Broken sternum, and he played yeah. the entirety of game of game four with the broken sternum. What is that? Like your chest bone or something? The chest bone right here. Yeah. yeah. He should get help out of bed. His brother had to help him get dressed. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it was uh that was gnarly. I mean, they said Aaron Ekblad played with a broken ankle. He suffered in the Boston series. Mm-hmm. Um, he had two shoulder dislocations, and I think they said like a pec tear. I think, and, and Montour had something similar to a tear. Yeah, I think he had a Montour, broken Montour, Montour played the entire final with a torn labrum. Yeah, oh, labrum, yeah. And, and he's, then, uh, they said he has to have surgery. He'll be out three months. It was just all messed up, man. Gudis had a high ankle sprain. I mean, we'll probably hear more in the next couple of days because usually there's like sure. that initial batch of like, yeah, these were these were the worst ones, but yeah, you know, yeah. Here, here are the other ones too. Um, Phil Kessel injured, or he just got scratched. He was he was healthy, scratched big time. Yeah, he was just a scratch. He played last night though. It's the Stanley Cup playoffs, man. Stanley three Cup cups for Phil, man. Three cups for Phil. Good for Phil. Uh, yeah. I'm I mean, just bro. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for Jack Eichel. I was just yeah. I was living it. I was, I'm pretty sure at one point when he lifted the cup, I was probably floating. <laughs> I don't remember it very well, but I'm pretty sure I was floating at one point. Yeah, um, you know, I think I think I hold all the you know, kind of the sentiments of the entire hockey world. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of Vegas at all, but uh you know, not happy to see them as a whole lift it. But um, you know, I mean, I mean, like Chris said, definitely happy for a guy like Jack Eichel. Um, you know, it's a it's a great little story there. You know, happy, happy for Shea Theodore and William Carlson too. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. kind of ducks getting their moment. Um happy for Phil. I mean, how could you not? And uh yeah, yeah that's kind of it. 
Jonathan Quick. I mean, I mean, good camp? for Aiden Hill, I guess. You know, getting rewarded for his, um, you know, his his stellar playoff performance that kind of, you know, that kind of just came out of thin air, came out of nowhere. But, um, yeah, you know, I think I think we can all say that just kind of the playoffs as a whole this year, kind of a dud. I mean, you know, probably definitely not a dud for, you know, fans of of the two teams who were in the final, and you know, probably the fans of of uh, you know the four teams who were in the West and Eastern Conference final, but. I would say it was probably this was probably a down year in terms of like just overall playoff it's playoff excitement I would say yeah um, yeah it's just after the first round man it just got kind of stale and mm-hmm. boring and we kind of moved to a slow crawl um, yeah you know, after after first round kind of kind of came out of the gates flying Carolina and Florida was kind of entertaining mm. and, and then they had like two sweep. overtime games. It felt like the first round was probably the most exciting. 100%. Just because, I mean, I, I feel like yeah. the well, first round's always the, the gets the most attention just because there's so many teams playing. Mm-hmm. But you had, you know, the abs going out in the first round. You know, you had a lot of crazy stuff happen. And then after that, it was just like, okay, it's starting to even out a little bit. You know, the Bruins are out, and that was the big talk. And then it was just like, Okay, now now it's just boring. <laughs> yeah, um, I honestly was just watching the highlights of the cup games, and I was bored. I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Like Vegas one. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, rarely do I ever, you know, in a in a potential cup clipping cup clinching game, rarely am I ever flipping back and forth between that and baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was that was definitely happening a lot last night. You know, granted, you know, I mean, in a game that was at one point six one and seven two, yeah. I mean, that's probably going to happen anyway. You know, you lose a little bit of interest and just kind of want to see, uh, you know, it kind of get down to the final seconds. And you know, I mean, I, I I don't care who wins. Just as a hockey fan, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna want to tune in to see the cup get handed out. Yeah, um, and to see the guys lift it. I mean, even if it's a team I despise the most, you know, that's always just something mm-hmm. I enjoy. I enjoyed seeing happen, you know, um, but yeah, you know, just kind of, uh, okay. You know, here we are. I will say I was in the, the party of, it was a little weird that the guys weren't taking like very long laps with the, the cup outside. That of, like, was Mark, weird. Mark stone and, and like Eichel. Hurt. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think at that point, you know, pain. maybe there was just like, Oh, Hey, the guy's, the guys felt like they all did it, so they all went the same time with it. But I don't know; they it was weird. One, they did take one big lap at the very end. Like if you stayed on TNT long enough, they showed it. Yeah, <laughs> but still, like, yeah, that was weird that they kind of skated to like center ice and then just kind of turned around. It was a little, well, a little weird. I mean, there were like certain guys, like the guys that were scratched, like Cotter and like Teddy mm-hmm. Bluger that didn't play all but one game in the entire playoffs. Like, yeah, like I get it with a guy like that, but you know, like your, your name's still on it. Like you, you won the cup. Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing fucking two laps. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, maybe the, the year the caps won ruined it for, for all of us just because that whole yeah. like post like cup win just was chaos. And like, yeah, yeah you're not, yeah. you're not, you're not going to top that. You're not. Yeah. You're not going to top that. That entire. Like, I really. Uh, it was also. I'm just interested. Weird. Like they were showing. Like 
the clock had hit zero and they, you know, they show the first like five or 10 second shot of the players celebrating. And then yeah. they go to the crowd and like the crowd wasn't really even going that nuts. It was weird. It was so like, it almost looked like they were showing a crowd shot from like a different time. It, during felt, the game. <laughs> it felt like they were, I don't know. It just, it felt a little corporate to me. Like it wasn't Vegas loud. Like we know that those crowds can get and how we yeah. heard all the playoffs. I was like, really? I'm like, this is like, this is the climax. Like this is the the final moment. Like this is the, the epitome of what you're trying to get at all the season. And yeah. You're all kind of like, is, yeah. <laughs> this is the highest you can get in this yeah. sport. Like, <laughs> I know, it's just, it was kind of strange, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, hey, it could. I mean, it could have just been how the broadcast was on TV, and it was way different in person. Could have been. I'm not gonna know. Yeah. I wasn't there, but um, interesting for sure. But I mean, it certainly um, it certainly yeah. sounded different. Like when they were interviewing the players, it sounded kind of loud and rowdy so it yeah, definitely could be hear mark stone's voice Jesus he, he, was, yeah. he was having to scream over the crowd most sounded, most sounded like he smoked two packs during that game and then went to go talk <laughs> he had plenty of time to do it with that way the score was jesus christ yeah, he had plenty of but time um to do that while he was on ltir but that's another story yeah and like you said no one's going to top the like ov like cup celebration and stuff like that but i am interested mm-hmm. to see what jack eichel does with it and i know he won't do this this is not well, even a thought he's not like the, well did you see the video of him on the table in the in the in the omni yes. last night did you see that yeah that was crazy. yeah <laughs> and i know i know he's not this kind of guy so he won't do this but i think it would be so funny if he took the cup back to buffalo just for no reason. He's not from there. There's he's a no Boston way. guy. But no I know, I know. He's not that kind of guy. It's not going to happen. But Maybe I just think it's hilarious. Just like, yeah, just like out of nowhere at a Bison's game, Eichel comes out with the cup and like, <laughs> uh, I just think it would be, it'd be funny. But shout out to the Sabres fans who actually like him and uh, are happy for him. There doesn't seem to be a lot, but kudos to you people. There, There's a select few out there. Yeah, there are dozens <laughs> of us. And hey, cheers to, you know, officially over the first full hockey season of late arrivals. Yep. yep. First one. We did we it. We kind of joined a little bit before the final last year, so we got to cover that, but we did it. One slap we did day. that thing. Thanks for all your support, everybody. Yeah. As always, yes. Thank One you slap much. day. LAP day is the, the 21st. 21st. Right? Next Wednesday. It's Wednesday. A week before draft time. Mm. Yeah, dudes. The, the perfect time to reminisce, you know. It's crazy how how this has ended where we're, well, we've wound up where we're at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came a long yeah. way from our like three hour first episode <laughs> where I was not doing my job and just yeah. sitting sitting in the office at the rink. You were on a Zamboni on the wired Apple headphones. I was using my laptop microphone and it was sounding like I was in a cave. Come uh we've come a long way. Savannah says lap day next Wednesday and Savannah birthday tribute stream on Thursday. Sure. I'm I'm sure we'll be doing that. Yep. Um get your party hats. Yeah, but you know, maybe you know, maybe next week, kind of, you know, as I said, I'm sure I'm sure we'll work it out, but uh you know, next week on Wednesday, lap day, it'll be a week before the entry draft. So, you know, maybe we just kind of, uh, you know, we have a little lighter episode, cover some of the news, maybe do a whole bunch of more listener questions. And, you know, we just kind of do a little, uh, a little draft preview. That sounds good with you guys. Yeah. 
Making a cake and balloons. Yeah. You know, I mean, keep it, you know, keep it, keep it 45 minutes or an hour. It doesn't need to be anything crazy, but you know, nice little, uh, nice little draft preview before, you know, before the week of the draft and we'll have a, a nice long episode to, with a lot of things to talk about, hopefully. So, yeah. What kind of cake? Ice cream cake. Yeah. Ice cream cake. I'm, I, I, yeah, I have a yeah. Lou, I have a Lou ish take. Okay. Just a uh, cake as a whole is just wildly overrated to me. Agreed. I mean, I agree. There's a lot of other, like, there's a whole handful of other desserts that I would rather pick before just like some cake. You know what I mean? I'm more of a cheesecake guy. Cheesecake is good. I mean, I I don't know if I'll count out. Like, I'm talking about like, like a chocolate cake or like a vanilla cake or like a birthday cake, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think cheesecake's its own kind of thing just because it's made a little bit, a little bit differently, but. Yeah, I'd rather have like ice cream or like creme brulee or like sorbet or something like that. Or or dude, even donuts. Agreed. Like give me just donuts, a, yeah, just over, donuts over over like over cake, honestly. We've always done pie. That's actually a for good ideas in my family. Pie? Give me a okay. donut. Just put some candles on a donut for my birthday. No, dude, for I'm real. Like, bro, give me give me give me like a nice sprinkle or like an apple fritter. Like I'm, I'm okay, yeah. Ooh, blueberry donut some. sounds pretty good. Blueberry cake donut. Ooh, yeah. Oh Christ. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I was gonna say I'm more of like a like I'll I I'd like a cinnamon roll, you know. But sometimes it depends on the day because it's kind of you know sometimes it could be a little too much. But it's got to be a good one though. Like you can't yeah. like you can't I can't have like a mediocre cinnamon roll. They got one. They got a place here called Cineholic. I don't know if they have those in California, but Cineholic, no. great place for a cinnamon roll. If you're ever in Arizona, go check one out. It's delicious. Savannah said she's never had cheesecake. I don't know how you have never had cheesecake, but even I had it. I didn't yeah, like even it. Even Lou has had it, and Lou doesn't eat any. Cheesecake of it. is delicious. I like, uh, you know, I don't. I think like just the regular plain cheesecake is kind of whatever. I like, you know, the blueberry kind or the, you know, with a little with a little the swirls. You know, like a, a lemon. That's really good too. Yeah, a little, you know, a little, a little something, something in there, you know. But when you're feeling right. fancy, I know I derailed us in the middle. In the <laughs> trivia, so my bad. I it's not me that does that, so. <laughs> uh, all right well, we we do have some some duck stuff to cover but it is it's very brief yeah. um nathan gaucher and the quebec ramparts win the uh memorial cup certainly a thing that happened happy for nathan because <laughs> he's done a lot in the last year since we've drafted him i know yeah. pulling up what you had sent because i was not about to type all of that in the notes yeah i had not i had honestly forgot about the notes like all week and then i woke up this morning and i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh right but we um, have I forgot we, I forgot we were gonna record today until like two hours ago <laughs> we have uh two back-to-back world junior golds uh qm jhl title this year and now a memorial cup just to be added to the very long list of hardware that all of our prospects have have been raking home this season. Yeah, yeah. and Gaucher did that in the last ten months. Like that's just that's yeah. crazy. And I know he was very excited I, for him. And I know he was already, you know, oh, given and named uh, the award winner. But uh, Pavel Mintikov today was actually given the physical uh, uh, CHL defenseman or. Uh, Sorry, OHL Defenseman of the Year trophy. OHL, yeah. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so you know, good to good to see. Like Jake just said, you know, 
our prospects in the CHL are doing a doing a lot of trophy stacking this year. And you know, Nathan Gauthier closes Nathan Gauthier closes it out with a Memorial Cup title, probably a you know the biggest trophy that uh, all those guys in junior care about. So, you know, really really good for him. Um, you know, we'll be curious to see kind of what happens with him in camp. You know, he is eligible to go back to the queue um, next year. So it could be like an Olin Zellweger where he goes back for two years um, and, okay. you know, is given a little bit more time to develop. But, you know, he is AHL eligible given his age. So um, it'll be kind of curious to see what uh, what Pat Verbeek and crew want to want to do with him there. Because um, I think, you know, I, I think he's got a lot of translatable tools Um that will make him an NHLer. Um, you know, he's not going to be a first line scorer or, you know, anything like that. He's going to be a, you know, a middle or bottom six guy that's going to just, you know, kind of chip in in the two-way game. And, you know, he's kind of one of those guys where he doesn't really have any, any one particular skill that's going to like, wow, you knock your socks off, you know, blow you out of your seat. But, you know, he just kind of does a lot of things really solidly. Um, and, you know, you, you, you need guys like that in the bottom parts of your roster, you know, we saw with a team like Vegas who just had depth upon depth upon depth and guys that can just get it done in every single end of the ice, you know, it may not be pretty, may not, you know, be super flashy with a guy like Nathan Gaucher, but um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm excited for him, excited for his camp, really like how he looked in camp last year in his first pro camp, but um, you know, so hoping that him and, and, you know, the rest of the young guys coming into camp in September really, uh, really impressed and we see some young guys on the opening roster because I think he he could maybe potentially have a little bit of a shot there with with you know just kind of how bad and barren that duck spot on six was last year I don't I don't (laughs) anticipate it but you know I think I think it could maybe in the cards if he if he really comes out and impresses by the way um go listen to Clark Crash the Pond's latest episode they just had Mitch Brown on yes really good yeah yes if you guys uh if you guys hadn't heard it earlier this week on Monday, our boys Felix and Jake over at Crash the Pond had on Mitch Brown from Elite Prospects. Um, fan, a fantastic episode. If you guys haven't had the chance to listen to it, Mitch was fantastic. Yeah, um, you know, dove into you know the Ducks pick at two, drove uh, you know dove into um, a couple of the Ducks uh, later picks in the second and third rounds. Got into some Ducks uh, prospect discussion as well. It's a it's a fantastic episode. Go check it out. Go subscribe to uh, Elite Prospects as well. Um, you can get yourself their big old draft guide, and uh, this this is not a paid promotion. I'm just I'm just a big fan of <laughs> prospects, and I'm a big fan of their work, and a big fan of what all those guys do. So definitely go check them out if you haven't yet. We go follow Crash the Pond too. We would love to be paid to say that elite prospects. Just saying. Brought to you by Annie Hoozles. And Hoozles. Um, um, we can't uh, we can't get too caught up with this uh, second overall pick because you know according to the Habs fans of Twitter, we're going to be trading it for. Uh, all of their bottom six and their uh, yes, you know they're like C-tier prospects. I heard we're trading our number two pick to Montreal for Marty St. Louis, and he's not even going to coach. He's playing apparently. He's going to suit him back up. He's got those tree trunk legs. He's going to be in the lineup. That's what I heard. That's what the streets are saying. Marty St. Louis. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay too much mind to that to that article and that report that came yeah. out. Today. I mean, I think I think the general public would be pretty surprised to to like actually find out how how much teams call on draft picks for players every single year around the draft. I mean, it's it's just guys doing due diligence and asking. And you got to remember, saying teams have called about 
does not at all mean that both teams are actively engaged in talks that literally probably, I mean, for all we, for all we can determine, Kent Hughes called Pat Verbeek and just said, Hey, would you trade number two? I can't imagine Pat Verbeek would have said yes, but that's all we know. So I, yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. I, it's, it's, it, it would have to be an absolute God offer from Montreal. Yeah, yeah. Pat Verbeek to even consider it for me to even want to do it. If I'm Pat Verbeek, um, you know, I, I think it's, a trade like that, at minimum, starts with the fifth overall pick and Cole Caulfield, and you're adding a shit ton onto that. I think, um, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't think Montreal will be willing to part with it. So the conversation ends there, and yeah. we're, we'll still be picking too. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, you know, kind of a just a, a a real nothing report to me. I'll just say yep. Felix is behind it, and we'll end it right there. Yep, just <laughs> Felix a card propaganda. <laughs> I mean, the thought of having Caulfield on the team is is very intriguing. But, yeah, yeah, you it's know. pretty great. We sure to think about, but we sure. I mean, <laughs> at this point, we just change the logo to the American flag, and we're the development there you program go. from here on out. I mean, it's... hey, it happened in the movies. USA Ducks, man, happened in the movies. It's gonna happen in real life. Well, speaking oh. of, hey, I was gonna say, Ducks, um, you want to transition to that? On the Boom. topic of the uh, Mighty Ducks movies, oh, we, yeah. uh, we got yeah. the uh, Once Upon a Time in Anaheim documentary this last uh, Sunday, and man, what a throwback! <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was great. You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, as really you know, as a seasoned and diehard fan like me, you know, there wasn't really anything in there that I didn't already know about or anything that was pretty new. But you know, I thought I thought mm-hmm. it was great. I thought it was really well done. I thought you know, if you're a fan who you know maybe doesn't know too much about about the mighty ducks era of this franchise it's it gives a real great deep dive into kind of how they came to be um and how you know the writing of the movies kind of really tied into into uh you know disney putting a team in anaheim so yeah i was i was great i thought i thought the interviews um you know with all the players are great i i love that they had Stu grimson in there that was great he was he was a great interview um he wasn't uh he wasn't in the previews so that was a, that was a pleasant surprise but uh yeah i thought uh i thought it was great yeah, it was nice seeing Korea in there. Mm-hmm. Um, always, but yeah, for a lot of the see, yeah, always good to see Paul be more involved. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and like Connor was saying, for like newer fans that maybe don't know about the Mighty Duck days and how this team came to be, especially like now with Zegras kind of creating a buzz and bringing more people on to to watch the Ducks. If you're a newer fan, I definitely recommend watching that if you haven't already. It's it's pretty cool. I I really enjoyed it and um seeing all the the Korea stuff and and the the cup run in 03 brought back some crazy memories and yep. they showed a few games that I that I that I forgot that I did remember and that kind of got kind of got me a little emo but mm-hmm. um it was fun I really enjoyed it it's probably something that I could honestly watch again like it was you know if there's nothing on you're bored one day just flip it back on it's 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 a nice little feel good documentary documentary cool. as they called it it I was cool looking it, at uh, uh, the Mighty Ducks like clothing and stuff that, like the trainers wore, like the jackets they wore. Yeah, yeah the old uh, the old '90s starter jackets. Yeah, yeah. oh man, they were great. Um, yeah, like Chris said, you know, there were there were a couple moments that they should that, that they were shown from the '03 run. Um, I think it was a couple moments like during the Minnesota series where I was like, oh yeah, I completely I completely forgot that that happened. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was you know they did they did a good job of kind of covering that entire era i think 
I like that every time they had Michael Eisner, it just reminded me of the the scene from the SpongeBob movie. Why did you build a second Krusty Krab? Money. <laughs> because <laughs> it's just like they would bring him on and it was just like yeah we profited so much off of this we profited so much off of that and it's like he obviously he's a businessman like that's going to be his his thing yeah, yeah. it was yeah. just funny because it was like it went from like oh yeah this was a great idea to make it a professional team to uh, how like shit we we struck gold how can we make more money off of this mm-hmm. <laughs> for the but, home opener next year please bring back Iceman. We need yeah. Iceman back. Mm-hmm. I did like that <laughs> they say Iceman. that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, got I'm fired gonna mid-game. I'm gonna call an audible on that one, Luke. Sorry. <laughs> he got fired mid <laughs> Yeah, it oh, was he had a one-night appearance. Do we see do we see Wildwing jumping through a flaming hoop again? They gotta the make old, the hoop uh, bigger. The old tale <laughs> I was told as a kid was that yeah, like when I was in like fourth grade, like my elementary school, we went to one of those like first flight uh days you know when they were and they were still the yep. mighty ducks it, it 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 was actually i think the season uh was this it was actually 0203 or, or or it was 0304 um okay but, you know, they told us that Iceman was uh was still living up in the rafters and he <laughs> never he never came out that's what that's what i remember them telling us because you know like they did the thing you know because that's back when Wildwing would still like you know rappel down from the rafters and everything, and like you know Wildwing yeah. down and they were like you know it's not only Wildwing up there, Iceman is still up there, and <laughs> he just doesn't come down yet. But yeah, that's something I remember you know from being He's like eight, you know one of those things. I was gonna say that story has holes though because he said he lives in the ice because he's an ice cube. Yeah. <laughs> the main thing I got out of that is they just need to go back to the Mighty Duck full time, even if it's the orange version. They just got to go back it because yeah. a mean, misconception I mean, is disney still owns the logo but they do not so the samuelis have free reign to use it as they see fit and it's Plot twist it's, in this. it's it's time it's just at this point it is, just it just do it like, um let's not beat around the bush just fucking do it <laughs> the plot twist in all this is the ice man is just now the sax man he hey. sticks around but he plays the sax now yeah I'd believe it. <laughs> He's at the arena. That's what we're starting here at LAP. The Iceman is now the sax man. <laughs> I did That's like at the end when the there. credits were rolling, they were asking uh, hey, Hayward if he would do a duck call. And he just was yeah, like, yeah. no. He was like, I am Paul Korea gave the best yeah. answer to He's like, you're not getting Paul Korea to quack, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, that wasn't happening. That was not going to be happening. <laughs> I didn't know they did that Pirates of the Caribbean picture uh yeah i forgot all about that uh, where Stu grimson's got the like the literal eye patch on because he actually yeah, yeah. He, he fought like two days before <laughs> that that picture honestly Reaper, is man. my my earliest memory of the ducks because really? my mom my mom's bosses had all of their ducks memorabilia in in the husband's office at their at their work and that picture was always front and center and they had it autographed by every member of the team and i always remember going in and thinking like what the hell is this picture but it just has always stuck with me because it's like it's just so goofy but i always remember like the small mighty duck logo at the bottom and just all of them in pirate outfits (laughs) (laughs) the the one thing that i wasn't able to really experience during those like 
Mighty Duck days. Uh, one, because I was probably too young at the time, depending on how long it lasted. Um, but I wouldn't have been able to watch anyway, being across the country, that kind of technology did not exist. I did not get to experience the Tinkerbell, uh, like dust being like thrown on the goal scorer when, I'm, whenever I'm, they score on the broadcast. I'm pretty sure it was only for that inaugural season. Just the first season. If I, okay. if I, hopefully. I, I think. Yeah. Hopefully. I, I think. Um, I, yeah. I, I was born in right at the end of 96, beginning of 97. So, okay. Maybe, maybe some of, maybe some of our elder statesmen listeners either in the chat. Is Sean in here. Maybe, maybe, maybe fact check <laughs> that one yeah. for us. But yeah, I'm not, not 100% sure how long it lasted. But I would imagine if it wasn't a few games, it was at least only the, the yeah, uh, yeah, the inaugural season. We should uh, just start doing like Rocket League animations on the screen when they score. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back in some vein, but just, yeah. you know, modernize <laughs> it. Do the, do the, uh, the slow-mo Rocket League playback. I'm down for anything <laughs> to spice up the the TV broadcast. <laughs> I really enjoyed it, though. That was... I didn't watch the extended version, so I don't know if the extended version had much more than I think it was only, normal. like, four minutes longer, apparently. Oh, okay. I don't think there was anything groundbreaking said in those four minutes, at least I hope. It's probably just bonus, like, behind the things stuff yeah i heard i heard it was like barely a barely an expanded edition <laughs> like yeah we accidentally made two versions so here you go you get both <laughs> you get both well i mean that's about it made me excited for next season to see what they're going to do for the 30th i feel like they got to do what they do at the 25th and just Drive drive home all the nostalgia. Yeah. Like that made that season tolerable. Like I think about how like the last couple of years have been rough. We sat through an eleven game losing streak that the twenty-fifth season. Well, this is twenty fifth. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, we did. We had like a seven or eight game homestand where we lost every game. And then we went on the road or vice versa. Like we went on the road and then came home and we're still losing. And it's just like I didn't give a shit because I was buying a whole bunch oh, yeah, of stuff that... with Wildwing on it. I was like, oh, this is cool. I don't care. Oh, yeah, didn't <laughs> like, they oh. trade Derek Grant during that losing streak? They traded somebody. I think Aberg got traded that that losing streak too. I remember. I believe so. I believe that's what it was. Because it was like, oh, we're losing and we're losing our top goal scorer in the process because he somehow was that leading the happen, team in yeah. like with like 10 goals or some bullshit, like some which really low number. Yep. <laughs> which is a problem. Remember, I made the Pontus Aberg number retirement meme. <laughs> yes. It was me. It was me. <laughs> oh, man. I yeah, guess. A... Uh... No, go ahead. It doesn't say if there's a checklist for the 30th. Just all might, just as much Mighty Duck stuff as possible. And that's about it. I'm excited (laughs) to kind of, you know, when they, when they, uh, when they refresh the, uh, the team store, I'm excited. I'm very excited to see kind of, you know, what's, uh, what's in there. Yeah. Yeah, Next season's going to be expensive. I hope. Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, man. Oh God. I need new hats, bro. Like, 
every time I I would go into the team store the past two years, ever since they partnered with Travis Matthew, the golf brand, and they mm-hmm. have the nice Travis Matthew golf hats with like a Mighty Duck logo kind of in like, you know, like tastefully incorporated into their hat design somewhere. I was like, dude, I fucking need one of those. And I yeah. About half of the time, but mm-hmm. it's more. Mm-hmm. I need some more. Well, is there anything I know we we talked to, we put it on Twitter. Um, is there anything we feel like is going to happen between now and the start of next season, whether it's trades? I mean, I know we have a lot of RFAs and signings and stuff coming up. Is there one well, thing is there in particular you guys want to see? Yeah, is there one thing in particular you guys would like to see, or is there you have a bold prediction for what the offseason is going to? entail for us uh, i'm Just sorry bring back Corey perry <laughs> oh god i'm sorry savannah yes but yeah. can we just pull the trigger on that like it's been three or four years of talking about potentially trading john gibson like can we just pull the trigger just just pull the trigger get over with and move on <laughs> move on bring for back me, Corey like, perry please bringing back Corey perry would be nice uh for me i want to see hellebuck traded um, either at the draft or sometime before the season starts. I think that'd be pretty crazy. And I really, really hope that the Sabres are on one of the phone lines trying to get their hands on Hellebuck because that would be I sick. Hope, the Sabres hope, are so uh, close to the playoffs this year. They're they're not they're not too far away. I hope Hellebuck gets traded first for a massive haul because that would hopefully then set the goalie market pretty high for Duncan. <laughs> that'd be that'd be nice. Yeah. I hope Hellebuck yeah. gets traded first. Somebody overpays a fuck ton for him, and then we get a nice little return for John Gibson from somebody. Somebody that missed out on Hellbuck that's going to be... Bold, bold, bold trade that's not going to happen. Austin Matthews get traded at the draft. At the draft? At the draft. draft. (laughs) Half a train to an ounce. (laughs) How wild would that be, though? Everyone booing, and then he's always like, do you want to hear the trade? Austin Matthews, and then the whole crowd is just like, "What?" <laughs> I agree with the uh, the Hellebuck trade. I I hope that somebody overpays for him, just because it does it will set the market. Mm-hmm. But I just have a bad feeling it's going to be the Kings, and that's going to be a bitch to play against. Yeah, I don't want to bring back Jonas. No, they there is something that said that they're gonna let him explore the market because they're comfortable with at least having Copley, which would not be ideal to have just Copley and then say like one of your AHL guys because they've been a little the Kings have been a little hurt at, at goalie after losing. Yeah, I wonder who they quick. trade for him for Connor Hallibut. I mean, I feel like that starts with Byfield. Like at the very least. Because regardless of what happened with Turcotte, I mean, it starts with one of Byfield or Turcotte, I think. You know, yeah. Do you think about Brant Clark? As yeah, well? I was going to say that, Brant Clark. Um, you know, it'll be it'll be really curious to see. You know, we we haven't had a big goaltender trade like that in a in a little bit. Um, yeah, we really haven't. It'll be it'll be curious to see kind of kind of what this initial goaltender market looks like if Hellebuck really is the first one to go. Because I mean, I mean, he's definitely the biggest ticket. I think on that market. So if he's if he's the first one to go, I think I think that'll be telling kind of where the other guys are going to go for. Does he have any kind of movement clause? He's he has to be signed to a new contract, so they have to sign and oh. trade. I'm pretty sure. 
because he's yeah, a, it'll be, it'll be he's a an RFA, trade. I believe. Oh, it'll be kind of like Pierre Luc Dubois, same thing. It'll be a sign and trade. Yeah, I'm interested to see that finally happen and just him get out of his situation. And yeah, PLD, um, PLD's rumored to be traded too. Well, I mean, he's made it clear he wants to go and play in Montreal, but he's just being a dick and holding out just because he can. Yeah. Is that yeah. hella well, buck? Yeah, there's a, I think there was a less than 1% chance that Pierre-Luc Dubois is a, is a Jet next year. Hellebuck yeah, has, yeah. has a year left at 6.6, I think it is. Okay. 6.16. Um, so he has next year, and then he's a UFA after that. And he just he pretty much said that he's not going to yeah. want to sign again. Which, I mean, he's 30, so he... I mean, he's still a great goalie, but I don't know. That, that might be a little hard to to be like, hey. Someone's going to give him six years and pay for it after year two. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, he hasn't, by all by all accounts, he hasn't really had too many, like, injury problems. But, like, this is kind of the voodoo area of you don't give goalies too many years because yeah, they deteriorate a lot faster at a certain point, so. Aiden Hill's gonna get paid, isn't he? Oh yeah. He's I feel like this is gonna be and... the summer of the goalie because they're talking about Olmark yeah. getting traded or one of Olmark or Swayman. Yeah, and then you got our stuff going on, and it's gonna don't be know what's gonna happen with Freddie. A lot, of, a lot of movement in that. I think. I think a lot more than we've seen. Yeah. In the last, There's in the a little smoke with Carter Hart. Yeah, yeah, Carter Hart's a little bit. I think I think Philly wants to move on. From you know, that. I see Jacob Markstrom maybe. Yeah, because I mean Markstrom's like Bobrovsky, where he's good one year and then terrible the next. So I mean, they might catch lightning in a bottle again next year, and the Flames are decent. But I mean, he had a really really rough year. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was the Vesna winner last year, right? That's a or good question. I don't remember. I think he I was in remember. the conversation for sure. I, I think, think it was a one it though. 22. Yes. Yeah. We're, we got to yeah, uphold our reputation as not being the no, no, you, fleshed Igor out notes. <laughs> of course, Igor. 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 Yeah. Um, but yeah, Hellebuck and like Devin Levi for the Sabres. One, two would be nice. Just for, even if it's like short term, but like I said, someone's going to end up paying him for. Or having him giving him a contract for one, maybe three too many years, <laughs> but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm really interested in the, in the goalie market for sure. There should be a lot going on as uh, this summer. It's going to be a busy off season, I think. I'd be pretty disappointed if it's if it's really quiet because there's there's a you know there's a chance here for a lot of fireworks. Give us something to talk about, man. Yeah, especially with the cap potentially going up another mil. Mm-hmm. Like you guys are gonna have more space to work with. Just do something fun. Do something cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where does Derek Grant go? I don't care. Mordor. Hopefully to a cabin <laughs> somewhere in the deep forest where he can just live his life and we don't have to hear about him again. Mordor Hoth, his mother's basement. Since Columbus has <laughs> gone off the rails, I think I think Columbus is gonna sign him to like a 
Stupid. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it. Columbus, Switzerland. Is... He goes to Switzerland. That's my prediction. <sighs> okay. He goes to uh, Zurich, and then yeah. I have to have him on my team in Switzerland too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> before uh, before we transition into questions here, I have a quick trivia question for you all. Oh, okay. everybody gets Ooh, one trivia. Guess. We need him. We need him. We need a mute. We need mute. How many twelve ounce normal <laughs> beer cans? Does the Stanley Cup hold? You we're pouring think, we're pouring yeah. beers into the cup until it overflows. How many beers until it overflows? I'll answer last because I, I have think the, I remember. I have the answer right here. Lou, Jake. Okay. Twelve pack. So twelve beers. So twelve beers is your guess? Yeah. Nope. Jake. I said yeah. ten. Big no. Game. Chris. Twenty-seven. No, nobody got oh. it. Oh, Lou was the closest. Really? 17 beers. 17. 17 12 ounce cans of beers can fit in the in the cup. So I had the, the first number wrong. <laughs> Wonder who tested that out. Oh, I'm sure it's been tested out every year, Lou. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> if there's if there's one thing. One sort of math hockey players are good at. It's how many beers is something. <laughs> yep. Uh, there you go. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Wild Bill put his baby in the cup. That was cute. See Trevor Zegers at the Preakness last weekend? Oh, yeah, can we talk about how annoying that post of, oh, why is Spencer right there? Yeah, that guy was an idiot oh. whoever wrote that. That, that pissed me off just because it's like <laughs> he can't be with the team because you have to be cleared out of player assistance to be able to do that. And he's allowed to go mm. outside. And They're not just – he's not shackled to a bed, like, get better. He's allowed to go outside. Like, like what the fuck, man? Like, um, I, hate, I hate this, like, this mindset of, like, they have to be the perfect human beings. Like, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a weird part of hockey Twitter that just sometimes it seeps through to my end and it's just like, what the hell's going on? Like, it's, it's just, it, no, nope. like, I want to yeah. I I see, see guys getting rowdy. They earned it. They're in the right <laughs> to celebrate. I want to see them shotgunning shit on social media and being well, like, it's not even that. It was just like, clearly, you will never know the life of an NHLer. The average person is never going to know what happens in their life. As much as you want to say that you are emotionally attached to them as a fan, you'll never know these people's lives. Like you have yeah. to, you have to know them like grown up with them or by some miracle become their friend. Yeah. I just hate this. Like, Oh, well, you know, why is he doing this? Like, just shut the fuck up. You don't <laughs> know them. You don't know their lives. It does more damage than good. It just, it really annoyed me because it's like, especially because of how the tweet was worded, like, oh, well, I don't mean any ill will or to, to make this look worse than it is, but why is he there? Like, yeah, he doesn't In have to words, be shackled to a bed like he's a monster. <laughs> like, let, let words, people... Get this 50 Shades of Grey? <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe that was a bad example. But like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like... <laughs> We don't know Would why he's in player assistance. We're not ever going to know that because that's Spencer Knight's 
privacy. That's his right yeah. to privacy. And yep. he's obviously seeking help for something he feels he can't deal with. And that mm-hmm. should be a good enough answer for everybody. I agree. But, you know, yeah. if this season taught us anything, you know, you can go and type anything on Twitter and be a fucking expert. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have lip readers and psychologists wondering why fucking <laughs> players are doing the things they're doing. It's very annoying. You know, yeah. it, it comes with the nature of the, the internet for sure. But goddamn, I was, I was, very, I was, I was very mad about that. I sat and I was drafting a tweet for like 15 minutes because I didn't want to call the guy a fucking idiot, but I really wanted to call yeah, him yeah. a fucking idiot. Well, Sorry. Good on you. I didn't, I didn't good mean on you. To, to scream at everybody. <laughs> Where's the Preakness even at? Is that, is that the New York one? I that's think. the Belmont. But the New York's the Belmont states. Belmont. Yeah. Okay. By the so Islanders that's why, new, that's why Islanders Trevor's Zubers was there, probably. Yeah, he's a New Yorker. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, the Preakness I'm gonna states are in Baltimore, Maryland. Fun fact. I just, I just oh, yeah, that. Belmont. Yeah. Belmont. Um, I tweeted out that I was going to say the, the winner of the the uh, LAP bracket challenge 10 minutes ago. So if people did tune in 10 minutes ago, I still haven't done it. So I'm going to do it. Well, and it's and whoever, the winner is... The winner is your... <laughs> Whoever that is, okay. You're Y E and then a bunch of R's. Um, you're the winner. You won a uh, too many R's for me to to count right now. Um, specific count. I I can't count higher than four, and it's more than four. Um, so if you're your, if you're your, um, yes, you win a Trevor Zegers action figure. So congratulations to you. Um, I will have to get a hold of you soon probably tomorrow i'll try to find you whoever you are and i will get it sent out as soon as possible i have i have this extra zegris thing just it's been sitting in like the dining room for like three months <laughs> so it finally has a home <laughs> oh i will take my victory lap of being the the actual winner of the bracket but you did obviously win. obviously yes. i cannot win congratulations figure, but yes i at least congratulations got- jake I got the team that made it to the cup right. They just happened yes. to win. And Jenny and came I didn't in second, them. and she did not. She did not want it. So, so congrats, Jake. <laughs> yeah, congrats, Jake. So it's like cool. the one year I, I actually win. Fifth, I think. It's like the one year I actually yeah. win the bracket is the year that like the brackets completely fucked after the first round and just by proxy I won it because I had a couple more picks right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see I came in like 37th? Yeah. Sweet. Out of 43. Better than 38. I was like 25th. Cool. What did Connor what did Connor place at? Did we didn't we say that? Probably not. Probably not good. I can look if you want to talk about something else. So what what I, we do? Oh Chris, no, oh, he's back. I'm back. Do you remember your yeah. name, Connor? Uh oh god. No, I think it was just like Connor or something. Okay. I'll look if you guys want to talk about something else. Oh, while you look, I could do our ad reads real fast before we get into questions. Okay. 
if you haven't watched the uh, Once Upon a Time in Anaheim already, we definitely recommend watching it, and you can do so with ESPN+. Plus. Uh, go to insidetherink.com slash ESPN today and sign up if you don't already have it. Signing up helps not only us, but helps the network as a whole. Um, again, we, we definitely recommend checking that out if you haven't already. Um, I know there's some issues uh, if you are an out-of-country viewer. I know Bucky said he was having issues uh, until he popped up his VPN and was able to sign on. Um, but do keep that in mind. For some reason, they are locking it to uh, the states only. Um, but, you know, ESPN Plus has been a real real godsend. I'm able to watch sports. I definitely did not want to pay for cable. And it helps having Hulu because I, I can get the, the hockey games. Um, and it helps having parents that still have cable, so I can sign into theirs if I ever need to. Um, but, you know, pretty much every sport you can think of, the first day I had it, Connor and I were watching lacrosse, waiting to go to see Gojira. Pretty much anything you can think of, college sports, you know, baseball, NBA, sometimes hockey, uh, ESPN's got it. Do they have cricket? I believe they do. I just have never seen it. Scott well, were we watching it like midnight during the pandemic? Was it Australian football? Yeah, it was that cricket and then the KBO. Yeah, those, was the KBO. The, those are the three. Me, Lou, and Ryan were watching uh, Australian football for a few nights. Let's go, LG Twins, baby. <laughs> yeah. But, our other uh, ad for today, our uh, our favorite seven one four tickets. Uh, you know the Angels are kind of hot at the moment. I know they lost tonight, but they've actually been good for our mental health the last couple couple games. When they get back home, you can use uh, code LAP at checkout for ten percent off your order and five percent towards any future orders to use with seven one four. You use it for pretty much anything. I know no hockey for a while. Might throw our uh, our hockey only listeners, you know, off for a little bit. But once the season gets going again, you know, we're going to be trying to partner with seven one four and you know maybe do a little something for lap day next week. Um, yep. But you can pretty much use it for anything: sports, concerts. You know, whatever you need your tickets for, use code LAP at checkout and get 10% off. Go to the baseballs. Connor came in 29th, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Not terrible. We can get into our uh, Hockey 365 topic here uh, and our questions kind of round out the episode here. But he asked us, would you have interest in a Champions League-style tournament where the top four teams from the KHL, SHL, NHL, and any other professional league play against each other to determine who the world's best hockey team is? That'd be cool. I think that'd be fun. Would that ever happen? Fuck no. But no, absolutely not. I think that would – I mean, yeah, hey, why not? <laughs> I would love it. Yeah, can you, can you imagine the NHLPA and everything trying to work that out? That'd be miserable. Nah, dude. Like fucking... take like two years to figure out just for them to say no. Vegas against like Ska St. Petersburg. My God. 
That'd be it cool. would be cool, but they would give some bullshit reason of, oh, we got to fund the stadium series game. Oh, we got to <laughs> fund the Blackhawks and Bruins in the Winter Classic again. Why would we yeah. take away from that, guys? <laughs> that wouldn't be as fun as watching those two teams play again. Did you want to watch what, the Penguins silly. or the Flyers? <laughs> you silly geese. I personally think it's something that'd be very cool, but again, it, it wouldn't happen ever, which which sucks no. because you know you turn more people onto your product, but the NHL doesn't yeah. like doing that as much as they claim. Now I remember hearing something about the NHL wanting to do something with the KHL, um, but this was before the Russian but invasion happened. Ago, I want to say it was right before the invasion happened. Oh, well, that's in the mud. Like they were planning on it to, <laughs> to do something within the next couple of years. And it's like ever since that, now it's just kind of dead and they kind of cut any any ties with the KHL, which is understandable. Yeah. But it's like, ever since yeah, the, uh... it was it, maybe it was close. Maybe that was just something that was just put out there and it wasn't as close as it made me made me feel like it was. But who knows? Maybe the one NH- day we'll get something like that. It, it, it could be a lot of fun. The NHL says they're in talks to do stuff, and it's just them writing it down on like a sticky note. Like, oh, we <laughs> came up with the thought. That's good enough for today. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, that does tie into our first question. Uh, it's from Simon. He says, was lucky enough to see the Ducks here in the UK in 07 when they played the Kings. If you could choose any other country to go to to watch the Ducks play, which would it be? Bratislava, Slovakia. Bratislava. I I would want to go see them play in like London. They've played at the O2 Arena a couple times. I think that'd be cool. Or like Switzerland, or maybe I think something like in Italy would be really cool. Yeah, and different. That'd be fun. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Italy, something Italy. different than like Sweden or Finland, where the World Juniors are like every other year. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Germany, like yeah, Germany, Germany would be pretty cool. Fun. Austria, I saw a hockey game live in Austria. That was a good time. Um, Matt yeah. Ackland just came from coaching in Austria. Um, Red Bull, yeah. Czech yeah. Republic would be really cool, or Czechia. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Netherlands, Netherlands would be interesting. I think it would make sense being a California team to do a game in Mexico. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, as much as the game isn't as big as it is in the States, I mean, there there are certainly programs and, and teams that play down there. I mean, we have a beer league team that comes up every couple every couple of months to play in the tournaments at, at Great Park. And they've yeah. won a couple of them. They're like the reigning champs of the throwback classic. Oh, so. okay. That'd be pretty cool. You know, you, you have kind of that connection. They were the team that they um, they did some of the – it wasn't the throwback. It was whatever tournament was going on during the, the season because they had the, the team come to Honda Center for a game, and they, they did like the – they did like a little thing with the team. Okay. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Do like South Kate America. Said to have, Kate said to make them play in the Coliseum. <laughs> That would be legit. I'd tune in. 
What about like a Ducks Kings game in Hawaii? Yeah, but that's that's not a different country. Still, it's a di- it's different though. <laughs> They've never played a game in Hawaii. Was it just different country? Was that the only, was that the question? Yeah. Chris, do we need to go back to my bad? My bad. Send him to Alaska. Send him to Alaska. A game in like one of them Canadian territories where it's like called a shit would be the Yukon territories. Yeah. <laughs> and... Oh, we have to stop play. A moose has dragged Jamie Drysdale off the ice. <laughs> oh, man. There's a lot of good options, though. No wrong answers there. But definitely a place that they haven't held a global series at. Have they done yeah. Australia yet? They're doing it this year. They're that's, about that's to. That's the next oh, one. Sweet. But it's preseason, right? Isn't it just preseason? Not even... One of the games counts. They play oh, okay. like they play against like the professional teams there, or at least that's how they've done it the last couple times where they play a game, then they go to the other country, play another professional team, and then they come back and the next game matters. Yeah. yeah. Or vice versa, where they play the other team first and then come and the game matters. Cause Nashville, when they played San Jose, they won and they were technically one and oh with like a week and a half before the season started oh yeah that's right puerto rico would be something that'd be interesting the ice would probably be terrible just because of the humidity yeah they do like the panthers and like the panthers and lightning yeah there is a Ducks Kings game. Um, they're finally doing one in San Diego, aren't they? Because I know we've been wanting that for a long time. Are they? Did I hear something yeah, that they were going to do that? I think so. I think they are. Where at? I think they're at the the Goals Arena, probably. Oh, Pachanga. Doing it on a on a Navy ship would be cool. <laughs> uh, that would be pretty hard to play. That would be interesting. <laughs> It'd be something. They they did do a college basketball in San Diego on a ship before, though. Yeah. I feel like basketball is a little more controlled than hockey. Hockey would be a little hard. <laughs> a little easier to set up. Don't quite know if a boat has enough insulation for ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, our next one comes from Spencer, and he asks, over, under, on trades before draft night. He said he has his odds are three point five. Uh, for so ducks or just for the draft? Just, just in general. Just in general. I'm taking the over on that. Over four trade, like so it, so at at plus three and a half over four trades. Yeah. I mean, we technically have night? one already. So we had the the three team one. True. I think I think he's talking between now. So two weeks, two weeks, two weeks to the day from the draft. I could see about four. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I say over two. Over. Yeah. I'll be different. I'll say under. Taking the over. There'll be a couple of small ones and then hopefully a big one. Hopefully. I'd like Maybe. to see some uh, craziness go down. <laughs> it's crazy that the, the draft is already two weeks away. 
Finally. Coming up. Coming up, coming up quick. Time, time doesn't exist. So Heather would say birds aren't real. Time's not real. Come on. <laughs> oh, God. Well, our next one comes from the meme queen herself, Ava. Uh, what are your <laughs> thoughts on Ryan Getzloff, just in general? Uh, Saint. A Saint. A, fan, a fantastic man. Yeah, I just responded on. Yeah, I responded to her just saying father. Um, great man. Great, great, great duck. Hall of Fame will be calling. The 15 in the rafters next season. The Hall of Fame will be calling. (laughs) The coop in in Kodo. (laughs) Chicken man. Wonder how many chickens he has now. Hopefully a ton. I'm hoping that he just like one day we catch him on like a video call, just like a check-in type thing. He's doing some interview or whatever on NHL network and you see his backyard and there, he's just got like 30 of them running around. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. Apparently there is a shortage on, on chicks. Guy we play is hockey, there really? A guy we play hockey with had to wait a couple weeks to get his chicks. All right. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So we asked them, like, did they get lost in the mail? Like, what, what happened? <laughs> like, did someone else get sent your chickens? What do you mean by that? And he's just like, they just told the me it was a couple extra weeks. We're like, oh, shit. That sucks, man. <laughs> okay, I, I, like, I like what. Oh, go ahead. You, I, just, uh, I was just going to say, I like what Savannah said. Uh, Forgets left. Just daddy. Just daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ryan, you didn't send us a squeak of the week. Come yeah, up with something hell, on the spot. We okay. have time because we have another question. Yeah, we got okay. You got time. Really quick, really quick before you get to that next question. Speaking of like a shortage of something, I was blown away when I was uh, visiting Buffalo one time. I was at a Sabres game and this uh, girl was in line to get something, and she had the the Buffalo wing like foam thing on her head. Um, I asked her where she got it because I couldn't find it anywhere. Like I couldn't find it in the team store, couldn't find it anywhere downtown Buffalo. She literally said to me that they don't have them anymore because there's a foam shortage. And that blew my mind. I'm like, what? You, what? Like I thought she was messing with me to get me to go away. I think she, she might have not been. No. <laughs> yeah, she had to have been, right? I'm like, you're kidding, right? Like I laughed. I laughed. And then she was like still dead serious. I'm like, oh, you're like serious? Like there's a foam shortage? She's like, yeah, there's a, that's what they told me. There's a foam shortage. I'm like, oh, oh okay. I bought the last one and the <laughs> store closes tonight. It's never going to reopen. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what can you do? I hate to break it to you, Chris, but she was gatekeeping that foam chicken wing from you. Uh, so rude. <laughs> One day I'll have it, and I'm gonna wear it on stream. Oh. One day. Uh, well, our next one comes from Kate, and she asks, "How does everyone feel about the recent revolution led by the orcas against boats? And is anyone <laughs> else scared?" Oh, fantastic, bro! Oh, that was orca. that was sick, dude. Bro, Team Orca for real. For real. Yeah, I love orcas. They, they, they just finally. Decided- they just decided one day that all Europeans needed to drown, and that's hilarious. <laughs> the time has finally come. See, you know, Scott, destroyed... see, Scotty B in the chat says Team Orca. Yeah, Let's go. We've, we've destroyed their home long enough, and they're finally fighting back. What are you going to do? I don't yeah. know if our pal, I don't know if our pal Garrett's in the chat, but he, uh, he, uh, he has very strong opinions on this. I live <laughs> in the middle of cornfields, and I'm genuinely scared that they're 
going to get me? I think you'll be okay, okay, to stay away from boats. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you have anything to worry there. Unless unless they start evolving, you know, who knows what's to come. You yeah, know, if, do they start evolving? Can you imagine those things with legs charging at if you? If they could you breathe land, air. you're done for, dude. Does Kate yeah. live on the set of Field of Dreams? <laughs> <laughs> they uh they were fed up with uh the only portrayal of them in media being the Canucks and said, God damn it, we got to take matters into our own hands. They're like, y'all didn't oh, listen man. to us after Blackfish. <laughs> uh, definitely Team Orca. 100%. They're only exclusively in the oceans, right? I mean, that's a dumb question, I know, but. <laughs> yeah. They're not in like lakes and shit. They're not in lakes, I promise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. Uh, I, honestly, I don't have a response to that. It's all right. It's all right. You saw what happened before the stream started, so I did. <laughs> but asking if an orca lives in lives in a lake is certainly <laughs> certainly a question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Kate is four hours away from Iowa. That could literally be anywhere. That could be anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that could be like Winnipeg or like North Texas. <laughs> Winnipeg. Uh. Hey, I mean, by the rules of what we were talking about earlier, earlier, she's four hours away from Iowa, so she knows the guys from Slipknot, clearly. <laughs> Maybe. We can talk about oh, that while we wait for Ryan to type this out. She oh, said in relation part. to the real field of dream. Yeah, that's still Iowa. <laughs> oh, man. We is, talk Ryan actually, is Ryan actually typing a question? I don't know. Who knows? We're but... kind of just forcing him to. But I thought the field of dreams us. was in Indiana. Iowa. Mm -mm. Guess I thought wrong, huh? I can't get over the orca stuff. Oh, Hold on. He said on, he said on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <sighs> damn orcas damn orcas in those lakes yeah orcas known we'll, we'll let my family know in buffalo that lake erie is dangerous <laughs> <laughs> oh he sent it 26 minutes ago sorry ryan we, we were slandering you for no reason damn Damn. Yeah, that's that's sad. Sorry. Big fan, Ryan. Sorry, squeak. <laughs> or Sorry, squeaker. I don't know, man. Well, you know, he he worded it. He said, "I actually started trying it, then said, nah, screw this.'" <laughs> so he said, "Like a pick coming in at the buzzer, La Mouse trademark gets his questions submitted, hopefully before time." Drafts are cool. Drafts are fun. We must have one from the pod that is spontaneous. And he puts spontaneous in all caps. It says, can we get a top three snake draft of best breakfast foods? You too, Lou. We're doing a snake draft? Well, if we're doing a snake draft, we got to have an order. Pick the order. We can, just, uh, we can go off of uh, Jake, our brackets. Uh, Jake, me, Lou, Chris. Okay. Jake, go first. Number one overall pick. 
<laughs> we we are taking waffles. Damn it. Waffles go number one. Okay. Uh, I'll I thought go... waffles would fall to me. Number two, I'm taking eggs. Bleh. Bust. Two, I'm taking <laughs> eggs. Lou, you're up. Uh, breakfast potatoes. Hey, you actually mm-hmm. had an answer. Okay. I'll take uh and a decent one too. Take a, a a bagel. Ooh, not bad. Good call. Yeah. All right. So we're doing like a top three, right? Yeah, we're doing three rounds. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take hash browns. Snake draft, by the way. Oh, damn it! Sniped. Oh. Uh, with the first pick. Uh, I'm sorry. The second pick in round two. Uh, Team Connors is proud to select from the University of Breakfast. Uh, <laughs> Pancakes. University of breakfast. Oh man. Go ahead, Lewis. Um, I trade my pick. You can't trade it. No. Why well, I just trade did. denied. Trade rejected. <laughs> uh, just... fried chicken. I don't know. <laughs> Good lord. I'm surprised that wasn't your first pick. I um, debated it in my head. I'll go breakfast sausage. All right. And my last pick, we're going mimosa. Ooh. Ooh. Did I just get the steal of the draft in round three? Bacon. Oh, bacon. Steal the draft. <laughs> ah, wait, nah. Wow. <clears throat> In my Martin Madden bag right there. Lewis. <laughs> Lewis. All right, Lou. Your final pick. Chicken and waffles. You're... Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll it's like... still different. Chris, Mr. Irrelevant, who's the final pick of the draft? No, no, no. I'll go, I'll go hash browns. I said that already. Jake already, Jake already picked it. that. <laughs> well, then I go back to chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. I'm gonna go. God, pancakes were already chosen. I'll go the way Jake went with a drink. I'll just say coffee. I got my coffee oh, bagel yeah, and sausage. A good one. Yeah. <laughs> we tried Ladies to... and gentlemen, this has been the 2023 breakfast trash. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> we stay uh, hungry. We tried a new coffee place this weekend. Which one? It was. It was like shit. I don't remember. It was over by it's off of seventeenth. Not off of seventeenth. It's off of fucking what whatever that street is. <laughs> but it was like Jenny- this little it was this little place, uh kind of by like where we adopted Milo from. I am oh okay. Completely blanking on the name. I had pasta at nine forty five this morning and I got Why? slandered in the crashed upon Discord. <sighs> As you should have. No, I don't. Pasta, breakfast pasta. You had pasta. There's nothing wrong with that. You are weird. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I still well, love you, but you're weird. Oh boy, three a.m. <laughs> Just Lou eating a giant plate of spaghetti in bed. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah. You know, I, I bet you have. Yeah. <laughs> um, Did Jenny was, tell you that she tried microdose? It was 602 coffee. 602 coffee. 
They're like a tiny little hole in the wall place. It was very good. 602. Wonder why it's called 602. That's a that's a it's a buffalo thing. Phoenix. Oh. A phonics. <laughs> phonics. They had like a breakfast bagel thing that was it was Uh-oh. egg, uh sausage patty, sriracha, mm-hmm. avocado, mm-hmm. and I think there was cheese on it. Damn son. It was like fifteen bucks, but Ooh. it was good. I, I forgot where I got for... this. You had what? I said I had a good burrito for dinner tonight. And okay, you, you got to tell it to me. No. You're never gonna you're never gonna participate in our burrito rankings. This is sad. Well, I forgot. <laughs> he, he did say he forgot we were recording. I, uh, That's true. <laughs> it was a chicken fajita burrito though. It was it was really good. That's good. That's good. Yep. I do it, miss Moon Goat coffee. That, that's a good spot. That's a good spot. Heather fiends for it every time I drive past it. Be At least eight. you guys are close. It could be like eight o'clock at night and we're getting dinner. She's like, can we go to Moon Goat? Like, no. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, I did have a question myself. I put on Twitter and I asked people their top three sports, their top three favorite sports. I thought that could get you guys talking a little bit. Do you guys have a top three? I was going to share um, ones that I found kind of interesting. One that Ones that are like different from others that aren't really sports that we talk about. Yeah, if we want to give ours first, we can do those after. All right, go for it. Um, I mean, hockey obviously won. But outside of that, I would say if I had to tier stuff outside of hockey, um, probably baseball would be number number one in that list if we're excluding hockey. You can add hockey. It's um, just your top three overall. Football, I guess, would be three then. I mean, that's the only other sport I really watch. Yeah. I do but- have an interest in golf, even though I've golfed once in my life and I'm terrible at it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Golf's just, it's kind of boring, but it's interesting. When people are, when people are good at golf, like it's fun to watch. Mine's the same. Hockey, baseball, football, golf, honorable mention. Lou? Uh, hockey, baseball, football, honor, honorable mention, F1. F1. Oh. Yeah, I did get a lot of F1 in there. That's that's a good that's a good answer. I, uh, Canadian, I find that really interesting. Canadian Grand Prix this weekend, by the way. On a, Montreal? Probably, yeah. Cool. Probably on at like ten o'clock Pacific time, I want to say. That's see, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did get a lot of F one. F one is pretty cool. I don't really understand it like a hundred percent, but it is fun to um, kind of pay attention to when it is on. And I like that uh, Kate answered, and she didn't even put F one. She has an F one podcast. I thought that was funny. And Connor called her up out on that so that was fun we found ourselves a fake um paddock pundit yep she paddock said indy car clears <laughs> indy car is interesting too i like that they do the um they have one in long beach right they have the long beach grand prix yeah i think so that that's pretty cool 
I like I like when it's on the streets of like a city like that. I think it's pretty sweet. So mine's hockey, soccer, football, and then honorable mention is lacrosse. But I still am not like <clears throat> I don't fully understand lacrosse a hundred percent still. And it's I don't know how. Like I've I've grown up with it and I still don't fully I can't fully grasp all the rules. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just really stupid, but um there I would are also say weird. baseball. There, there are some weird rules in lacrosse. There are, yeah. And the slashing is like, like so different from hockey. Like a lot of it is is allowed. I mean, unless it's on the hands, obviously. But I don't know. It's weird. You can actually like murder a guy out there, and it's like, oh, just that's lacrosse. You know, <laughs> like this yeah. guy's like bleeding out, and it's just like, yeah, well, get up. He's about to score on you. So <clears throat> I do like um our pal Steven from uh. Um, Forever Mighty said <clears throat> hockey, football, water polo. He also said swimming and then basketball and, and soccer as well. Kind of tied for those are all like tied for third and fourth. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Water polo. It's an interesting sport to watch during the Olympics, honestly. It's kind of cool. It's a tough, it's a tough sport too. Is it? Yeah. I had a friend that played in high school and he always wanted us to like play when we would go and swim at his house and we're like dude like we're just we're just trying to not get sunburn out here like we're not gonna <laughs> play like a water polo game with you but yeah. they used to at our school they would always like pose the challenge to the other sports that like oh you think water polo is easy like come to a practice like we'll, we'll <laughs> show you that it's hard and they would always get the football guys to do it mm-hmm and it was always funny because like we'd be in the wrestling room like practicing and you could just hear people drowning in the pool next to you and they get out like that wasn't fun you guys were just trying to drown us on purpose and it's like <laughs> well it's kind of the sport <laughs> yeah kate said long beach uh was in march yeah i think i remember i don't think i watched it but i remember seeing it enough like all over my feet um, I did like Carly's answer. She said motocross, which I knew was her first, and then hockey and lacrosse. I didn't know lacrosse was like third for her. That's kind of cool. Motocross is fun the, to watch. Doesn't she like the Grizzly Bear team? The Redwoods, yeah. She yeah, she got a jersey. Um, yeah, she didn't, didn't she? Someone said NASCAR, and it made me want to ask. NASCAR is just a league, not a sport. Because it's yeah. part of like a motorsport, right? Like that's it's a motorsport. They're kind of they're kind of their own thing though, because <laughs> the races and stuff are all on like the same the same kind of course. Like yeah, you are doing like big ovals. Not it's not like F one where you're having to kind of weave in and out. NASCAR I give may have NASCAR credit. Yeah. It is entertaining to watch. Is it? I've never really sat and watched to be honest. Like, do they still should... go to Fan- Fontana? I Don't they have one there? Think so. I know Irmendale's closing. I know they do the Coliseum thing. Ever... Curling clears. <laughs> I've never watched curling either. Uh, curling. Oh no, that's a lie. That's a good. Lie. I have watched curling in the Olympics. Sorry, I like totally the best slide. Olympic sport winner. Hey, if you live, mm-hmm. if you live by Great Park, you can that's join their hockey. curling league. They have an adult curling league at Great Park. They do at Great Park, yeah. Um, <laughs> I do have two more I want to read really quick, and then we can be done, um, mainly because they're funny. 
Uh, I'll start with Cecilia, and I'm going to end with Savannah's. I like Savannah's. <laughs> so Cecilia, wiffle ball. <laughs> she has a boxing, point. Chess boxing. <laughs> and that thing where you ski and shoot guns at the same, <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I just thought of uh, like ESPN eight though, Joe. Like I just feel like that's her time to shine. Um, Cecilia does have a point with wiffle ball though. Wiffle yeah, ball, wiffle ball is fucking lit. With how much it's growing, I'm surprised I didn't get any pickleball answers. Is that really growing? Huh? Is that really growing? That's what I keep hearing. We have a place where the Coyotes used to play at uh, Westgate. That's opening, and it's a chicken place. Lou, you'd love that. It's isn't called that, like chicken. Isn't that the game prisoners play in prison? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been. <laughs> um, but there's a chicken place uh, opening at Westgate, and it's called like chicken chicken pickle or something. And it's a chicken restaurant, and they're gonna have like pickleball courts. So that's interesting. But let's read Savannah. She said hockey number one, then two is baseball, three is football. And then she said four is taking Piper for a walk. And that's one of my favorites as well um, as a fan on Instagram. I was going to say, you take Piper for walks too? <laughs> I watch the walks. Okay. She, said pictures. Weekly, she said weekly Piper mentioned on the lap pod. My job here is done. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Gibson getting traded. It's Piper. So it's kind of both ends of the, the spectrum there. Hey, it makes up for it perfectly. Thanos said perfectly balanced. Like all things should yeah. be. We yeah. trade John Gibson. We talk about Piper. It's how the world yeah. works. <laughs> <sighs> well, if we don't have any more, uh, if anybody wants to throw any in the chat while we close here, we can definitely answer one or two more. But other than that, I think that is it for... For this episode we be done and as always thank you everyone for tuning in on our twitch keeping the chat live and uh watching us and if you're listening uh it's, you know thursday friday whenever you listen to our episodes uh thank you again for listening make sure you leave us a rating and review wherever you can that helps the show a lot and helps uh, the workers in the lakes yes yes um yeah let us know if you're team orca or team human um we hope you're on the orca side um maybe we should make (laughs) t-shirts um but yeah leave us a rating and review uh make sure you're following us everywhere on our socials um at late arrivals pod on twitter and instagram follow us on twitch we got our good friend chanel working our i said twitch follow us on um tiktok we got our friend (laughs) We we got our friend Chanel working our uh, our TikTok over there. She's doing a uh, good job over there. Some fun videos. So go give us a follow. Maybe you respond to some. Keep it lively. Have some fun. That's all this is about. We're just trying to have some fun. But yeah, that's it. Follow um, inside the rink everywhere too. They're awesome. Um, shout out Sean for resubbing for uh, seventh month. Shout out Sean. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate Before it. Before we always. go, I want to point out that Felix showed a picture on the food channel and the discord of him mm-hmm. drinking the f- is it faux is that how you say it uh, uh, uh. yeah he uh drank the broth and then ate the noodles he he just so ate he them drank dry the... yeah that's kind, oh, of okay. normal, that's kind of a normal thing 
Is it? I mean, people eat it different ways, but that's not crazy. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah, I guess I was proven wrong. <laughs> Connor's just like, Lou, please shut up. Yeah. He just said it nicely. Essentially. <laughs> but yeah, like Connor said in the very beginning, if you stuck with us this whole time, we're probably going to do a short uh, draft preview next week. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that as well. And uh, like everyone is saying in the in the in the chat, shout out to the orcas in the lakes. Lou, stay away from lakes. Yeah. Um. Stay safe out there, my friend. And we'll see you next week. Later. Bye. Bye. You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.